It's time to take five for safety. It's time for another episode of Let's Not Die Today on the Toolbox Talk Show Network. Is your organization struggling with creating a training program? 7taps.com. Go there, try out their free community version. If you love it, try the pro version. But before you buy, check out all our bonuses, including a nice little discount at toolboxtalkshow.com backslash training. Our topic today, worker fatigue. You know, worker fatigue is not talked about often enough in safety. In this episode, we will discuss the dangers of worker fatigue and some tips for avoiding it. Let's start with definitions. Fatigue has been broadly described as weariness, tiredness, or lack of energy. In workplace settings, it is commonly associated with non-standard schedules, such as night shift work and extended work hours, which can disrupt or shorten sleep. Fatigue can also be related to other workplace factors, such as stress, physically or mentally demanding tasks, or working in hot environments. It can stem from several factors, and its effects extend beyond sleepiness. Fatigue can slow down reaction times, reduce attention or concentration, limit short-term memory, and impair judgment. Let's talk history. In 1908, there were fewer than 200,000 cars. The first Model T was completed and released that year. At first, it was expensive, costing approximately $825, or about $18,000 in today's money. It could run on gasoline or hemp-based fuel and topped out at 40 miles per hour. Between 1908 and 1927, Ford would build 15 million Model Ts. It was the longest run of any automobile model in history until 1972, when VW's Beetle surpassed it. Ford kept prices low by building just one model. The company developed a system of interchangeable parts that reduced waste and saved time. It made assembly relatively simple for unskilled workers. Although this created efficiency, working on the assembly line was brutal. It required doing one task endlessly and repetitively all day for nine hours. Most men couldn't stand it for very long, and after a few months, they'd quit. Since the assembly line was a low-skill job, it made it easy to retrain new workers. Most men could be retrained in half a day, but even so, the company couldn't replace workers fast enough. Ford Motor Company had a 300% per year turnover. This situation made it extremely difficult to keep the assembly line going consistently. Ford had a solution, and in 1914, he suddenly and very dramatically raised worker pay by more than double. The previous rate was $2.34 for nine hours, so he raised it to $5 a day, and at the same time, he cut working hours to just eight hours per shift. Many of his rivals thought that Ford had lost his mind and, in fact, accused Ford of unfair business practices. The Wall Street Journal even editorialized that this was an economic crime. The workers didn't seem to share that opinion. Being paid $5 a day was far better than they could get elsewhere. This move created workforce stability. Instead of having a labor shortage, Ford had thousands of applicants on a waiting list. Also, the men who got the jobs kept them. The quality of the product increased, and stoppages on the line occurred much less frequently. The price of the Model Ts dropped significantly over time. By 1916, the price was down to $360 with no change in quality. Meanwhile, 
production time fell from 14 hours to just an hour and a half per car. The assembly line made it possible to produce literally thousands of cars a week. And by 1924, the Dearborn, Michigan plant could cast more than 10,000 Model T cylinder blocks in a day. Ford soon realized that he was making so many cars that he needed to extend the number of potential customers who could buy them. By paying higher wages, he turned his workforce into such a group. For the first time, the people making the cars could buy one. With the help of installment payments, they could become proud owners of their very own Model Ts. In 1926, Ford Motor Company became one of the first companies in America to standardize a five-day, 40-hour work week. Let's talk statistics. According to research, 37% of workers get less than seven hours of sleep. Not surprisingly, 61% of night shift workers get less than seven hours of sleep. Data from 29 states shows that low sleep duration varies widely by occupation. The occupations with the highest prevalence of low sleep duration include production, healthcare support and healthcare practitioners, and technical employees. Around 40% of workers in each of those occupational groups frequently receive less than seven hours of sleep. U.S. workers who sleep less than five hours per day have an estimated annual injury rate of 7.89 per 100 workers. This rate is substantially higher compared with those who tend to sleep between seven and eight hours, coming in at only 2.27 per 100 workers. Let's talk safety. Safety tip number one, understand the causes of fatigue and know the signs. Fatigue is generally caused by long periods of physical and mental exertion without rest and recovery or spending long periods without sleep. Signs of fatigue can include confusion and memory problems, difficulty concentrating, impaired focus and slowed reaction times, increased errors, irritability, difficulty keeping your eyes open, feeling physically or mentally exhausted, continually yawning. Safety tip number two, understand the risks of fatigue. Fatigue can impact performance and productivity and can increase the potential for injuries. Employees with fatigue have an increased risk of developing obesity, diabetes, heart disease, and sleep apnea. Operating an automobile can be very dangerous when you've had less than five hours of sleep. While driving, lack of sleep or fatigue can have the same effects on the body as being intoxicated. Safety tip number three, avoid fatigue. Sometimes the best solutions are the simplest. The best way to avoid fatigue is by getting some quality shut-eye. The following can help you get the best sleep. Make the room as dark and quiet as possible. Ask family, friends, or roommates not to interrupt your sleep. Unwind before trying to go to sleep. And lastly, consult a doctor if necessary. Safety tip number four, ask for help. Use a buddy system. Tell a coworker if you're having issues with fatigue and ask them to be alert for signs of excessive fatigue, such as yawning, head dropping, and difficulty remembering or concentrating. In addition, change up your work routine if possible. Vary task and take breaks. Safety tip number five, excessive fatigue. Do not work if you have excessive fatigue that threatens the safety of yourself or others. If at any time fatigue interferes with your ability to do your job safely, make sure you talk to your supervisor. 
Find a solution that maintains your safety and the safety of those around you. Following these tips can save you from accidents, injuries, and even death. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Not Die Today. If you would like free PDF versions of all of our talks, visit our homepage, scroll down about halfway, and join our mailing list. As always, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. If you love what we do, please tell your employer about us. We love you, too. See you next time.